Hello and welcome to the Norwegian edition of the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and joining me as ever are Craig Browning and all the way from Levanger in Norway, David Wellerson. How's it going guys? Good thanks. Yeah, good thank you, very well. Just checking with you, David, did I save Levanger correctly? Yeah, that's pretty good. I think it's very well, Paul, to be fair. Very well. I think your uh, Norwegian classes are finally working on me, David. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess tonight you probably had an eye on Molde in the Europe, Europa League. A very good 1-0 win for them against Rapid. Puts them in a good position in Group B. Yeah, maximum points. Um, both them and Arsenal have six points. So good place to be going into the double header against Arsenal where they'll be probably expecting nothing out of. So yeah, a nice a nice base to build on and a good result tonight Yeah, I noticed that Arsenal made several changes to their team against Dundalk uh, still one comfortably several. I suppose I it was 10 was it 10 as many as yeah. that um, yeah. so Molde may be looking for something similar um, give themselves a wee bit of a chance uh, and it's a good opportunity for Molde to progress from the group at this stage yeah that's I mean if Arsenal come and play a completely second team in Molde then it would give them a chance at least for a draw you would think but um, yeah uh, to progress would be a big achievement I don't think um, it's happened before uh, for them so uh, yeah it would be a really good achievement Given the way things are kind of panning out and elitist year and the title is just matches away for Glimt at the moment do you think Molde will be putting their eggs in the Europa League basket as these games come round? Um, I don't think they can afford to just now. Actually, um, they have picked up their form recently, yeah. which is good. They've won three in a row, so um, I think the pressure of just make of having the other teams around them in the league. So Rosenborg are one behind them, Volering are four behind, and Odder five behind with a game in hand. So it's just kept them on their toes in the league, and I think they have a good enough squad, and everyone's fit at the moment as well, which is helping. And they can mm. rotate a little bit and. And uh, give players a rest here and there. Um, it's definitely helping. Um, yeah, with with the league form as well as having the European games. Yeah, we'll maybe touch on their game later on in the podcast and Glimps, who are away to Christiansund this weekend. But before we do, we'll as we look back on last week and uh, a very successful podcast uh, between you two guys. So well done. I think we had three out of four tips one and with plenty of winning slips being posted to you guys uh, on Twitter Yeah I think um, between both David and I I, th- I think on Sunday night we were waiting on uh, two sides essentially so Storm's Godset and Beyond Allen to get three and four corners and they both hit I think um, Beyond Allen at four and Storm's Godset I think I think they hit five or six so quite a lot of the guys listened to the podcast last week ended up putting those two in a line with a couple of Davids. So lots and lots of really, really good accumulators posted over the weekend. Yeah, and David, you had some more winners on your blog as well. Yeah, it was a pretty successful um, pretty successful one last week. Obviously, the pod was good, but just in the blog as well. Obviously, I do my uh, individual bet builders for every game, and I've got five out of eight. So they're always over even money, every one of them. So pretty pretty good going. If I think quite, quite a few people 
I know you were close. <laughs> yes. one, you were just waiting in the, the last game, which unfortunately That's let right. you down. But, yeah, um, I, I had forgotten about that, so thanks, David. But actually, if you'd put on the bet builder that I put on for that game, you would have won. So um, sympathy that, is that finishes, right this, that finishes this week's <laughs> podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, I know you're probably too modest to give your, your blog a plug, but I, I will on your behalf. So it's at... Uh, com, and you should definitely check that out for some additional tips from David over the weekend I know that he, you had said you'd just written up a, a piece on the Molde game for example yeah. on that so there's some more in-depth stuff on there that's definitely worth a look at this weekend we are going to focus on Elite Seren and that is partly due to the fact that most bookies haven't priced up the Obus League matches which takes place on Sunday this weekend usually they're on the Saturday um, but this weekend it's a Sunday so no prices for them as yet I guess you'll be covering those well, sorry. so I think at the moment match day 23 Pura Glimpt are 16 points ahead there's 24 points left to play for, I think, if my maths are correct. <laughs> um, so the league could be tied up, possibly in the next two to three games. Yeah, <laughs> we'll come on to that when we speak about the, the Glimp game, I guess. I was just going to say that, um, David, you'll be putting up some obviously in tips as and when prices become available on the blog. And Greg, if there's anything you fancy, you'll post them on the private channel over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it oh. is really heating up in the Obus League as well. It's um, it's, uh, it's looking pretty tight at the top. Nobody, nobody wants to win the league. It looks like so. Um, there's only I think um, handful of points between the top. Yeah, okay. Trumps are forty nine, but then you've got Songdal, Lee, Listerum, and Lanheim battling for one other automatic promotion spot. There's only four points between them and. Uh, did Lillestrom lose at the weekend? Sorry, didn't they lose? Yeah, Lillestrom won. Um, it was Trump, Trump that lost, wasn't it? Trump's Trump's 1-3-1 against Hamcam. Uh, Lillestrom lost at Rai Foss. Yeah, that's right. Lillestrom uh, lost at Rai Foss. Um, yeah. And the Ranheim haven't won in four now. So, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's um, it's getting tight up there. And there's obviously there's four playoff spots as well. And um <clears throat> Between Kofa, who are in sixth at the moment, and Sanders, who are tenth, there's one point. So uh, it's very tight in the Obus League, and it's um, yeah, it's um, it's a really good league, and hopefully it should keep us interested right up until the end. Yeah, apologies, it was Thrums really good beat last weekend, but they won. What day is this? They won on Monday. Is that correct? Yeah, I think they lost on Saturday. Yeah. yeah, on Tuesday. Yeah, they won 3-1 Tuesday. on Tuesday. Tuesday. Against, um, there you go. So yeah, um, certainly things went up in the Obus League and as well, just a shame we don't have any prices uh, for us to cover that on the podcast at the moment, but there's plenty to look at in Elite Seren and we're going to kick off There's a couple of games on Saturday and the first is Odd v Sarpsborg and David Odd are a team who have got a, a pretty good home record and you're happy to get on side with them um, at home on Saturday. Yeah, um, I was surprised to see them uh, almost evens at 19-20 to 20 to beat Sarpsborg on Saturday at home. Um, Sarpsborg have a really poor away record. They've done most of their damage at home this year. They've got um, 19 points at home and just eight on the road. So they do most of their damage at home and uh, actually lost at home to Rosenborg last week. So 
Um, that made it two defeats, two defeats on the bounce. Odd, um, as I said, and as we predicted in the pod last week, um, Odd went to all of and won comfortably, three 0 Um, it was a really young team they put out. It was an average age of twenty three, um, which is I, I don't know if it's the youngest ever, but it must be, it must be really close. They had. Um, they had a two 27-year-olds and a 28-year-old up front, and the rest of the team were 24 or under. So was that enforced, or is that...? Not really. So Espen Rood, who's their captain, he's the right-back. Um, he's 36 or 37 or something. Mm. He's basically their experienced Ted. Um, he was suspended last week. Right. So he's back this week. He's penalty taker, really, really having a great season from right-back. I'm not sure how many goals he's got, but he's... He's got six or seven, and he, he um, he's always contributing in attack. But he's back this week, and um, the rest of the team is uh, available. And at home to Sarpsborg, um, they've won six in a row at home. Odd now, uh, not against. I mean, they've played. They have played uh, Sund and Mjøndalen in that run, but they played Christiansund, They played the Rosenborg. They played uh, Stabæk. Um, and Bran as well, so teams who are mid-table or, or higher as well, and they've, they've won them all. So to see them at 19-20, to 20, um, it's a big surprise, and I just I thought I have to get on it. Sarsborg have lost four of their last six away. The two they didn't lose were against all the Sundinstrums, God set, who are two of the poorest teams in the league just now. So, yeah, I just think yeah, the price is worth getting on, especially with the form they're in, and also going for second place still. They've got that game in hand. They're five behind Molde, so they want to keep the pressure on, and um, they're in good form. And I don't see don't see why I should avoid backing them here. Is second place a realistic ambition for them, or are they most likely to kind of be the best of the rest outside Glimt, Molde, and Rosenborg? Yeah, it's pr- probably the most likely. Um, I think they finished fourth. Um, they finished fourth last year. Oh, I can't remember, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, they are probably the most likely team to finish fourth at the moment. Volering are in decent form, but uh, I think Odd have been probably more consistent throughout the whole season. Um, I mean, there's still real. There's a chance they could still get that second. Obviously, Molde have European football, mm-hmm. much more games to play. Uh, Rosenborg have picked up a lot, and um, I would have Molde and Rosenborg as the favourites at the moment to get second and third. But uh, Odd are still. They've got a really good young team and. Exciting, uh, play exciting football, scoring plenty of goals, and um, yeah, I think uh, the pressure's off them. They're not expected to be up there and uh, challenging for second place. So I think um, I, I, I fancy them to win again this weekend. Yep. So as you say, nineteen to twenty looks a decent price for a team that's won seven out of ten at home already in the league. Yeah, definitely six in a row and seven out of ten. It's a really good home record and sorry, matched with Sarpsborg's away record, which is. Yeah, two wins and two draws in 10 games, six defeats, just eight goals scored in 10 games. I think it's uh, worth getting on. Yeah. Okay, also on Saturday night, this time at 7.30, is Haugesund v. Olesund. Um, now, Olesund, they are now <laughs> nine defeats in a row, um, whereas Haugesund have managed a couple of welcome wins in their last two games against uh, Viking and Sarpsborg. Um, Olesund. Potentially the worst ever points total. Down and out. Elite Azarian David, maybe. I'm not. I'm not sure of the record. One win yeah, out of twenty-two certainly... matches. 
they're certainly making a good job of it. Um, 64 goals conceded. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's not getting any better, is it? No. A poor man's breaking, aren't they? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, I mean, they, they've scored 25 goals this season, which is, considering how few points they've taken, um, actually isn't a bad tally. There's... Well, one, two, three teams in the league who have scored either the same or fewer than them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they've they've conceded in every single game, um, which <laughs> which is one of the issues. And actually, I, t- I, I messaged you guys on Saturday when it happened, uh, or was it Sunday? I Sunday when they were playing odds. I mean, it was no no going into the half, and odd have a free kick, and the boys had it round the wall, and it's just. No, hardly any pace on it. It's bounced about three yards out, and the keeper, the keeper's like tried to volleyball fist it away and just completely missed it. And um, I was tweeting with a guy um, on on Sunday night, and he reckons they've probably lost at least ten points because of goalkeeper errors this year, which is. I mean, that's been generous. I think the goalkeeper's standard has been awful with Hollison. So, I mean, looking at this game, um, I just, I was struck by the both teams to score a price of um, 10 to 11. It's, it's a price that you'd normally see when a sort of a minnow almost plays against a, a, a strong team. But Haugesund, are ninth in the league. They're not... Like they're not a great team. Mm-hmm. They've won twice in a row, um, as you said. Really, really welcome wins. It's the first time they've won. Uh, I think it's the first time they've won. Um, sorry, it's only the second time they've won twice in a row all season. They're not a team they would have actually had a single bet on this season. Okay. Um, so yeah. I think at the moment, we've got our go-to clubs, but I don't think we've got a single bet on them this year at all. No, yeah, they've been they, under they're the quite radar, they are quite inconsistent, and probably they're not. Yeah, I mean they are. They, they have games where they get a lot of corners. Maybe like, I don't know if there's a corner. There's a corner angle that you don't uh, like on them. That's I've why missed you're it. Not if there is, I've missed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think. Um, I just think they're a decent team, Hawksund, but they're not like they're not world beaters. They're playing. They played um, Viking on Tuesday night. There, um, they won one now. It was a really good result. Uh, I cannot believe they got away with a, a stonewall penalty in the 94th minute or so. Uh, the referee was looking right at this push and it was as clear as day and he just waved that away. So they have had two play sheets in a row, Haugesen. Two important wins. But before that, um, before that, there was seven games in a row where they scored and conceded. And <clears throat> so that's nine games in a row now Haugesen have scored. Allison have obviously conceded in every single game. So Haugesund to score is obviously um, to be 100% expected here. But I just think they're not and they're not invincible at the back. They have conceded 36 goals this year, um, 18 of them at home. Um, so so they're not, uh, they don't sharp shot by any means. And I just, I think for the price, for both teams to score, it's worth backing. Um, Allison will obviously concede um, and they are playing with the freedom of almost. It's no cliche, David, but it's so true. There's no pressure on them whatsoever. Uh, they're relegated. They're down. They can go out and try and enjoy themselves. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, and you know, just I mean, a goal, one goal, um, can yeah, set piece anything. They've got they've got good players. They've got Seaman Nordley. They've got Nicolas Castro. They have ability. They just uh, just need a one moment of magic for a goal. And uh, and like you say, they're not going to go away to a a strong side. They're not away to a Bora Glimpse or a Moda. No. They're they're away at Hogson, so. Yep. Definitely a good chance they can score there. <clears throat> Definitely. So, so 10 to 11, both teams to score. Um, I just think the price is too high, so I'm just going to get on it. Yep. Uh, Allison just to score is 4 to 6, David. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is... <laughs> they're going to concede, so you might as well do the both teams to score well. if they're going <laughs> to play that yeah. game. Yeah, I mean, it's 1 to 14 for Haugesson to score, so yeah, you're right. It's You might as well take the 10 to 11 that's available and uh, pray that. Wallace and don't somehow manage a 1-0 win, yeah, which would be remarkable be given the, the way the season's went. Okay, so it's both teams to score in that one. Uh, also, oh sorry, that's Saturday night. On Sunday, uh, we see Glimt in action. They are away to Christiansen. I think we're all surprised to see Glimt uh, at 11-10 to win this one. No, I think it's a massive surprise. I think given the fact that Bruno Glimt are so far ahead... I think last weekend at home to me on Dallin, obviously I didn't see, I didn't watch the match, David, but it's pretty comfortable. What two 0 win? Um, I, I don't think they're going to be blowing teams away. I think obviously they've no. lost players as well. They've, they've had injuries. They'll probably just can maintain the, the current form of winning matches. But I think probably the the games of them winning four, five, six now are probably gone. Yeah, um, I think they might be. I think like Zinkernagel's been out for the last two games. Yeah. Um, they really miss him. He's a completely different threat on the right hand side to what they have. They they've been playing uh, so Sol Bakken's been playing instead of Jens Peter Hauge, basically. He's come in, he's quick, direct, not as um, not as tricky as Hauge. Um but they've missed Zinkernagel a big time. Um I think uh, I think Kasper Juncker kinda played there on, on Sunday, he's a striker. Victor Boniface played up front though, so Juncker is kind of playing out in the right. He's completely different. He's not quick. Um, he's not got the crosses that Zinkanago puts in. So it'll be interesting to see if he's fit this year, uh, this week. Um, he's got a, I think it's a groin injury he's got, and uh, I'm sure they won't rush him. There's no need. He's out of contract in the winter as well, so I'm sure he's not particularly wanting to aggravate an injury when uh, there's a right good chance he'll get a good move in the winter mm-hmm. so yeah I don't think they'll blow away anyone for the rest of the season and it's a really tough one Christian soon because you watch them sometimes and they they just sit in they did it against Gleamt actually they're one of the one of only two teams um, this year that's stopped Gleamt scoring in the first half Um they sat in really deep up in up in Boulder and uh, they got a goal and went in a half one nil up. They just they sit in they've got two really strong centre halves so Coley and uh, Psyche, um very very strong centre halves and they sit two holding midfielders right in front of them two absolute units. Um, they are Hop Kurt, Hop Mark and uh, us. Yeah, I can't remember the other one. Uh, I'm sure he just yeah. make most of these up anyway, David. Yeah, I yeah, think he does. Be. To be honest with you, these names just come from from nowhere. <laughs> so yeah, we're all hanging on his every word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just playing in a square. 
um, in the, and it's really tough to break down. It's got the potential to be a nil-nil. Um, Do you think the fact that the Arsenal ahead, that's where we're getting probably two to one on Christensen to win the match? Because I think that's a bit skinny, the price for Christensen to win this game. Yeah, I mean, Christensen are actually better away from home in terms of like they've picked up more points away from home. Um, I, just, I had a like, quick look at the corner markets for this match, and yeah. unbelievably, you get you having to go to six plus Christensen corners for even money. Wow. Yeah, Which I mean, I they're not a bad team. Really they high. are a top six team, but um, the, I, I can see this game being tight and uh, and Christensen being very very defensive. I don't think they'll come out of their shape. I think it needs a glimped goal early on to open up. So hopefully we get that. Otherwise, I think it can I mean the the Daruna now with all a couple of weeks ago. Uh, no, sorry, with Rosenborg a couple of weeks ago. Um, they've drawn now now with Rosenborg twice actually, and Volaringa once as well this season. So when they play the top teams, they tend to try and sit in. And but just uh, to see what price would uh, go off at, because what you'll probably find is they'll probably yeah. be quite heavily backed come kick off because they're obviously quite a well-known side in Europe now. They're obviously the top of the league. The league's pretty much won. People looking at the league table all oh, put in Bode Glimps, 10-11, that's a decent price. Personally, I'd be inclined not to touch Bode Glimp for this this season. I think there's a big enough gap there in that, in terms of motivation level, there's been 16 points ahead, having players injured, losing players to transfer fees and that as well. Um I think I agree with you in this match. I think it would be very tight. I don't think there could be many goals in this game. And it wouldn't surprise me at all to see them drop some points here. Yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me either, to be honest. I mean, they've only dropped they've only dropped points in three games this season, so it's <laughs> kind of stupid that we're talking about it. But I do think this is one of the places that, uh, that is going to... Yeah, it could be points dropped. I don't think they'll lose, but um, yeah, I could definitely see a 0-0 or a, or a tight 1-1. I think you're both mad. <laughs> at no point did I think after about maybe six or seven weeks into the season that we'd get 11 to 10 on Glimp to any point <laughs> this season don't uh, be sucked in though that's my that's my, my advice that's what they want you to do they want to rule you right in with that price I'm I happy to do that as long as they win just dig a little bit win. deeper <laughs> I think for me especially left over yeah, so we, I think what we'll need... do is we'll, we'll look forward to next week's apology from you on okay. next week's podcast Glimp only need four games to win the title and uh, I think they'll just want to get the job done as soon as they can. I think the the squad seems to be getting stretched a wee bit through obviously players left, players injured, and uh, yeah, I just think eleven to ten on a team that's only been beaten once this season, and that even that defeat was to their nearest rivals at a time when they were under strength as well and really stretched. I just think eleven to ten, you kind of got to take it for me. Anyway. <laughs> we'll see who's right and who's wrong next week. I bow yeah. to Bedraw. both of your superior knowledge. I think. Um, I think. Um, I'll, I'll wait till the team lines. If Zinkanago's back fit, I'd probably take it. But uh, if he's not, I'd probably avoid it. Okay, uh, we'll leave it at that. Moda uh, visit Mion Darlin. David, is that worth a look at? They're just three-five to one off the bag yeah. of another uh, well successful night in Europa League, but still. Um, be quite a hard workout for them um, against Rapid Vienna tonight so uh, they'll need to utilise their squad as best they can 
Yeah, it's short. It's, it's short, but it's probably not as short as I thought it would be. Mundal and I know they they won against Bran, who are playing awful Terrible. just now. But they're, I mean, they've they've only got seventeen points this season. They've won five games. They've won three games at home and lost seven uh, out of ten. They've not drawn. Any. It's really, really disappointing for them that after that win to go so many games on a, on a long losing streak like they did to then win a match which then obviously gives you a massive <laughs> lift to then go to Bode Glimt and then play Molde away yeah, <laughs> at home tough. sorry so it's, it's two really tough games I don't think yeah. they disgraced themselves last week obviously at Bode Glimt it was a 2-0 you know, defeat um, I, I guess they'll be hoping that they have a European hangover from tonight um, and they need to pick up points soon or they're in real trouble. Yeah, yeah, they're fighting. They are fighting. They've got they've got that in them. Um, they just don't have a lot of quality, and um, I think Mulder will be too good for them. On the, I think once the season's over, and we look at how the latest Aryan seasons kind of went, I think Mulder conceding four or more corners a game is probably going to be the highlight uh, or my main <laughs> talking point. Yeah, that's you what everyone will be talking about. And they've, they've landed so many winners this, this season, conceding four or more corners. And in this match, I think Neon Dallin are only one to two to get four. Yeah. Uh, they're eleven to ten to hit five. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them to hit five. They're at home. They have to win this match, or they have to get something from this game. And they're starting to run out of matches, so I wouldn't be surprised to see Neon Dallin hit five corners on Sunday. Bookies are definitely want you at that price, Greg. <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh, that's long gone. It was gone about uh, ten seconds ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, also on Sunday we've got Rosenborg v Start and uh, yeah, things are hotting up for that second place, it's probably, as we say Glimt are champions elect so there's, we reckon what, up to four or five teams still chasing that second place uh, and Rosenborg's currently a point behind Molda, they can't really afford to, to drop any more points can they? No, but they're in really good form, Rosenborg. Mm-hmm. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Flying, aren't they? Absolutely flying. Ten unbeaten. Um, they won last week at Sarpsborg. They were two nil on. Um, they conceded a goal with about 15, 20 minutes to go and then just hung on a little bit. They were a little bit... Um, they were under pressure. But, um, yeah, that was off the back of a draw at Christensen, a 0-0 draw, which is uh, something for Glimt to uh, look out for. And um, and a good win at home to Odd. But um, this game, this game at home to start, I just, I don't see them having too many problems. Start, uh, as we know, are struggling down the bottom of the league. They are in the playoff spot just now. They're two points clear of New and Darlin. But they had a really... Um, really disappointing result last week. They lost one uh, 0 at home to Sandefjord, which was pretty much a must-win game. Um, that could have put them. That could have put them just, I think, one point behind Sandefjord. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a massive win uh, for the wayside, and pff, that must that must have hurt. Uh, start, especially given the home form going into it, it was decent. But um, this game, this game, I'm looking at uh, Rosenberg a pretty short price. Uh, obviously, I think they were something like two to five. Um, but I'm looking at the goals in this one. Rosenberg have been scoring a lot of goals. They're pretty uh, free, free flowing. Um, so especially at home, uh, if you look at their home records, they scored. Uh, f- f- 
yeah, five, three, two, two, four. Even before that, three and two and three. So yeah, they've scored at least two and eight in a row. But uh, I'm looking at the the match goals. So Asian Asian over three point zero goals is uh, pays one point nine two five in this game. So that is uh, if they score three, if there's three goals in the game, you get your money back. If there's more, you get your you're a winner. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's it's, an angle, it's an angle I've used uh, a few times this season in terms yeah. of that safety net of if you only get three, you get your state back. Yeah, so that, I mean that's happened. So there's been at least three goals in eight in a row uh, at home for Rosenborg. So you'd get your money back in eight in a row. Or um, but four of the last five, there's uh, been at least four goals, um, including four one wins against Odd, um, five one win against Sarpsborg, three two win against All Lusund. And they had a two-two draw with Starbuck, um as well. So I just think um, I think the Rosenberg, with the way they're playing, they're getting a lot of bodies forward. They look very solid at the back as well, so they've got a nice base to work from. It's uh, it's allowing their fullbacks to get forward. Pacognate scored his first goal for the club. The left fullback he scored um, he scored last weekend. Uh, and the right hand, who's the right back, he's been getting forward and. Uh, he's, I think he scored a couple. He scored a, yeah, scored a couple, uh, couple or three weeks ago. So both fullbacks getting forward. You've got your front, the front three who are all chipping in, and um, Big Dino Islamovic scored again, scored from the spot. But yeah, he's uh, he's actually having a decent season now, Big Dino Islamovic. I think when he, he first arrived, I was watching him, wondering what they'd spent. Uh, spent Is that what they call him across there, Big Dino? Or is that just you call That's him? That's what I call him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he's he's got nine league goals now. Um, I think he just looked like a big lump basically at the start of the season. But um, to be fair, he's he's, he's done he's done quite well. And Zacharyson's uh, got ten as well from midfield. They've got goals coming from uh, defenders as well. So I just think I think they'll blow away start this week. I think they'll be too good for them. Um, I did look at this game it's probably no surprise in terms of the angle I looked at this match um, I was keen to see yes, um, <laughs> what price start we are for four corners yes. uh, I think they're even money possibly okay. on to ten uh, I don't think starts, corner stats are that bad I think the performances this season have been decent actually um, I know Rosenberg do concede quite a few at home sometimes as well mm. so uh, you can't obviously escape the fact that you're fully expecting Rosenberg to win this match comfortably. But just given where Start are in the league, um, I'm not saying it's a free hit for them, but I just feel that four corners for any any side, it's probably my most favourite market, as you probably well know. Um, yeah. I think from to hit four corners has a really good chance at 11 to 10. Yeah, and they're a decent, decent side. They're a better attacking side than their defensive side. Uh, start, I think, like now, I watched them and they, they do try and get bodies forward. Um, yeah, so they've, I think they've got at least five corners in five of the last six games. And yeah, the Rosenborg have conceded at least four in seven of the last eight or eight of the last nine. So yeah, so that's a, seems like a good angle for you if you if you were um, if you were going for that. On the goals front, David Rosenborg yep. are five to four to score over two and a half goals. And the way that you've been kind of building this game up, it kind of one-sided. It suggests to me that you know for your bet, you're over three 
Asian goals we're probably going to rely on Rosenberg to score. Yeah. Three of those is is that an angle worth yeah, looking at true. as an I've alternative? Never actually, I never looked at uh, <laughs> never looked at that angle. Just uh, but yeah, Rosenberg to score three. Um, they've yeah they've they've been in, they've been doing it not not that regularly, but they've done it a fair, fair amount this season and uh, start our yeah start our pretty poor and well, I'm going to make a bold prediction that I think Start will score on Sunday and hit four corners and hit four corners <laughs> there's your bet builder right there there's my bet builder straight away okay yeah. so I can't I can't tempt you David into over two and a half goals for Rosenberg yeah, no, instead I mean, of yeah, over three it. Asian goals <laughs> yeah if, uh, if uh, you wanted to, look, to take that angle that's uh, definitely starts away form is pretty grim uh, three, three draws seven defeats so yeah, yeah. Um, you've got think... you've got maybe five minutes to change your mind because I'm going to get you to recap your bets in a minute <laughs> first <laughs> we're going to speak to Greg about the final game of the weekend which is on Sunday evening uh, it's 7.30 kickoff. Strum's Godset Vivo Laringa and no surprise there's a corners angle that you like to look off Greg yeah it was a tough one this one to decide which corners angle to take and there are two sides that I've kind of kept a close eye on this season in terms of corners looking at Strum's Godset obviously delivered the goods for us last week uh, away from home at Mulder um, looking at their games, nine of their last 12 have seen 11 or more corners in those matches. And actually, of those nine games, um, there were 13 or more corners in those nine games. So they do concede quite a lot of corners. They've got the second worst corner performances in the league. I think they're shipping 6.55 corners a game, which is the second worst. Um, and they've shipped four or more corners now in all 11 home games. And as we know, Volring are obviously pushing, well, I guess, Rosenborg and Moda for those European spots. Um, they've seen 11 or more corners now in eight of their last 10. And just looking through some of their last away games, they do hit some decent numbers at the league's poorer sides. And I would probably classify Strum's Godset as one of the league's poorer sides. Um, they finally ended their draw <laughs> last weekend unfortunately yeah. though they didn't win they got no. beat so I think they, they had 9 v start they got 10 v um, Hougas versus Standyfjord so I think there's every chance Voller Enger here will hit at least 4 or 5 corners now you can get both sides to hit 4 or more corners here at 10 to 11 which is actually really appealing actually and it was very close to going with that one but I'm going to go for 11 plus match corners at 11 to 10 with Skybet. Yeah, it's a really tough decision that one because I know that you are very, very close to taking both teams to score uh, to win. Uh, yeah, it's a horrible one. I just couldn't decide, uh, but I've just decided to go for the the over. Yeah, there's nothing worse than you know if they fall short and talk the. The corner count, but both have hit the, the four required corners. Uh, is always a sore one when you're swithering between the two of them. But fingers Hopefully crossed. Hopefully, we'll next weekend and I'm going to yeah. a good moan. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, fingers crossed. Okay, that's us covered the games in LTC and that we wanted to have a look at. So, can you guys just give us a wee can recap? I, can I just, your... uh, just about that game? Uh, yeah, sorry. Volling, uh, um, so, Aaron Dinham, who's one of my favourite players in the league, um, he, he's just signed a new contract with. Uh, with Wallaringa today 
um, that sees him out to 2024. Uh, the rumour is that it's been extended so that they get more money when they sell him probably yeah. next year. But I'd urge people to go on Twitter and check out his hair. Uh, it's, a, it's an absolute shocker. Um, he's had his hair done proper. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. So just the uh, Aaron Denham, uh, Volaringa. It's on the Volaringa official Twitter feed. Um, if you go onto it and just check out his hair, it's uh, it's worth a look. It's Are we talk, talking Stevie May here? Do you? Also, also he's uh, he's got a tattoo in his neck that says <laughs> "Till Till My Dying Day," um, <laughs> and he's and he's spelt "Till" with one L, which I know it's kind of it's. It's all right. It's bad enough anyway. It's on his neck and it says that. But yeah, it's just a bit. Did you get that on the strip in Tenerife? Like <laughs> I that? don't know. It's <laughs> worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's worth going and have a look. Uh, I don't. I didn't retweet it. But I did like it earlier, but um, yeah, go check it out. So points all for spelling as well. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to check it out. We'll repost that on the the Gambler Twitter feed once we find it. Uh, Okay, as I was saying, can you guys just give us a wee recap then of your bet starting with yourself, David, please? Yeah, so first on um, Saturday, uh, odd against Starsborg. I'm looking at odd to win that game, and that is 1.95 or 19 to 20 with Betsy 6.5. Also on Saturday... Um, looking at Olesund and Haugesund game, uh, so that's in Haugesund, and that's both teams to score, and that's at 10 to 11 with bet of 365. Um, on to Sunday. <laughs> on to Sunday. Wait, drum roll. <laughs> looking at Rosenborg uh, against start, so um, we've got two, two options you can uh, choose for yourself here because the odds are so different. So Rosenborg to score three or more goals himself. That pays 2.38 with Paddy Power. Um, and if you wanted to play a little bit safer, just in case, uh, start getting involved in the goals. And you want to look at the Asian line on Bet365. Uh, Rosen- uh, Rosenborg versus start over 3.0 goals is 1.925. Good stuff. And yourself, Greg? Yeah, so this one bet so far, and I will have a look at the Obus League in one same. The bookies get the finger at their arse and give us some prices. So it's the Stromsgod set Volaringa match from Sunday in the late kickoff, and I'm taking 11 or more corners at 11 to 10 with Skybet. Yep, and as we said earlier in the podcast, uh, you guys will be covering Obersleeg and if there's anything that you fancy, and you can catch that on uh, David's blog, which is at likeaweatherstone.blogspot.com. And Greg, you'll be posting any Obersleeg and tips on the private channel. If you're not already a member of the channel, then visit gambler.co.uk and you can find out all the details there on how to join us uh, on Telegram. Uh, that's us for this week. Don't forget you can also follow the guys on Twitter at Browning84Greg and at dweatherston 11 uh, I should also mention that we've got another couple of podcasts uh, available for you to listen to. Uh, Greg and I chatted with David uh, McDonald from pinebovel.com last night uh, which he was very entertaining as always um, and we had a good look at the best bets in Scotland this weekend so make sure you have a listen to that and there's also a brand new podcast with uh, myself and Slip Steps where we focus on some bet builders for the weekend too and I must say uh, Grant who's otherwise known as Slip Steps is very good at the old bet builders so that's definitely worth a listen as well and that's available on all the usual podcasting platforms where you listen to the podcast so as I say that's us for this weekend best of luck with your bets guys and uh, catch up again next week
Good luck. Thank yep, you. Cheers. Good luck.